0: Greetings and welcome to another episode of The Common Passenger where we talk all things international. It is me, Tono, behind the microphone, as always joined by Betka. Our guest from Brazil today is very special. There are only two things that our guest knows for sure. One is how to fight an adventure and the other one is how to find a good party. Ladies and gents, allow me to introduce Vitor Rosa. Olá, Vitor.
1: Hello, Tono. How are you doing, man?
0: Oh, I'm doing good. Without further ado, why won't you tell us something about your in Israel internship experiences was it hard to get onto an internship
1: it was a bit hard because in the beginning i really would love to to find an interview in europe in or in the united states you know i'm from south america and uh the dream of everyone who lives here who doesn't know the world it's to first go to uh, that country's Maybe Germany, United States, to see the technology, the development by by itself, and of course that it was my first options. But let's say that I find another place. It was not the first of my option, but Israel. I have to thank this place. It was amazing, but I couldn't say it was easy. It was it was difficult, not to find not to, not just to find the opportunity, but to make it all real you know cross the ocean go to a completely different civilization cultures customs and you can see like uh, the big big part of it it was it was very difficult
0: uh, what was your reason for choosing israel as a destination
1: uh, uh i study control and automation engineering for a fraternity from a federal university here in brazil and i loved working with programming stuffs. so um, to be honest i was not like oh my god i need to go to israel so i was looking for technological stuffs which have something to do with programming and uh israel is Let's say one of the most uh, compatil- compatibility opportunities that I have is to work with machine learning, artificial intelligence, the stuffs. And the second thing is that I, my internship was in a state-owned company. So um, it, it has a lot of value for me understand this experience. I classified this, this experience. I know it would be nice.
0: <laughs> was your job exciting? Mm, yes, it was
1: exciting. I really love what I do. I still work with this, and I can say that my first step was with uh, the work I performed in Israel, and it's as a data science. Right now, I'm a data scientist, so it was exciting by the side that I was working something with something that I like, with very good people in what they they do. So it was like a lot of I could have a lot of motivation to, to do what I did. But on the other side, uh, I was not very good at that time. So I used it to work like eight hours to the company. And I I, I always felt that I, I didn't make a good job. So I went home and I keep studying, studying, studying to make something better than the next day. So it was, yes, it was exciting, but a lot of uh, challenges involving this this job. But in the end of the day, it I didn't cross the ocean to to look for something easy, and I pretty much like it.
0: Uh, what kind of people did you encounter in your job? Did they help you?
1: Yes, I mean, they helped me a lot. I I I believe it's something really connected to the to the Jewish cult- uh, culture. They are very very receptive. I remember, just like it was yesterday, my 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 first boss, his name was Let uh, Netza Calamero. and. Like the super boss, it was Mo, uh, Moshe. Man, they helped me a lot. They, they was very nice people. They just don't give a poop <laughs> about the difference of of cultures and customs, and the way I say in my English, you can see that it's not perfect. But that in that time it was not even close to be like this. So they have a lot of patience, and really, for all of jobs I have to this point of my life. I can't say that they were the best uh, bosses, but for sure they were the most comp- comprehensive. They were very nice. In, in the company I used to have lunch in the in the, in the company for example. So if I was seated uh, in the same table of all all of the employees of the company, they just didn't talk with their own language. They didn't talk uh, Hebrew. Hebrew they just speak English. And even if someone didn't speak English, he asked to me, hey, how can I say this? You know, using the translating stuff and stuff. So um, I could feel that it's very uh, warm people. They treat me very good there in, in Israel. Yes, this I can say.
0: Since your boss was such a good guy, was he also a demanding boss? Did he make you work over time or? No,
1: he didn't. He didn't. like. He was a very good data scientist. And he, I'm pretty sure that he, he could see in the level I was in the time. So during the, during the job, he, he was always pushing myself to, to make my job, uh, guide, guiding me how i supposed to study my stuff. But uh, I never felt like he was putting <clears throat> some pressure in, in, on, my, on my shoulders that I can't support. You know, uh, he always say, okay, Victor, you are here to work. I expected you to be serious, but I don't expect a, micro, a miracle from you. And I also don't expect you to use your extra time to, to work as a slave here. You know? Uh, so when I say that I, I c- came back home and keep studying to perform a better, a better work in the next day, it was completely by myself.
0: Incredible. Now, enough of the work stuff that's. That's really interesting, but we cannot spend all of the time on it. Uh, <laughs> tell us a bit more about your first few days there. Was it hard to adapt to the Israel to the lifestyle there?
1: Yes, very. This is a very good question. I think the the difficult start uh, in the place that I I used to live um, when we were. Uh, managing to, to find where we're gonna live. There is it was not just me uh, which were go was going to, to perform this internship in this company. So we figured out some ways t- so we can talk with each other and share uh, information about the the price the price of, of the rent, stuff like this. And that time, specifically that time of my life, I was completely out of time. It was like the last week of the semester here in the university, so I find uh, a guy in which we work exactly with the same stuff as me. His name was, his name is. I hope he's not dead. <laughs> his name is Sehi a very nice guy, and and I say, okay, Sehi, you, uh, we both agree to live with, with each other. You can find everything if you want. So he just solved everything for me. He solved every problem for me about the, the accommodation so but i didn't expect it to be like it, it were and i will tell you but it's like we lived in an apartment and it was nine square meters nine square meters with bathroom kitchen and bedroom we lived there together <laughs> and man
0: just enough to stand
1: yes and we need to when 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 I lie down I need to to lie down to a side and he he needs to make it to the other side otherwise it was like it was compelling so the first thing I believe this the station is a, a little difficult because we really have a really small place for two guys and we have completely nothing with to do with each other nothing to do with each other we have completely different tastes to food and we have to share the kitchen. I use it to be a little bit noisy. He uses to hate it. The culture is completely different. The the time is completely different. I used to smoke to not to smoke, sorry, to sleep uh later and he sleep too early and wake up too early. And I sleep late and wake up late. So this uh it started by by the accommodation. It was very challenging, but I really could learn a lot with him. It was amazing. But back into Israel, about the country, it was it was difficult experience. First, because I have never left Brazil. It was my first international experience. And I didn't know how to approach people, how to ask for information. The Difficult about buying food in the supermarket. Everything is written in Hebrew, and we they don't even use the same alphabet as me, so it was completely crazy to to find what is milk what is milk cream, for example. I never <laughs> I could never know the difference and the services I'm saying I'm talking about like really little things. When I take the bus here in Brazil, you just give the money to the to the driver and you, you go and you go riding and, and take your place and sit, it and it's okay they know that you needed to buy some tickets somewhere and you needed to prove that you are a student that's because you were using that ticket you know every country has his own standards about how the how the things works and i took some weeks to not to understand completely but to understand at least how could i uh, live with that and find my stuffs buy food this, this kind of, how to, how to use the, the services. So I believe this is the, the most difficult that I have uh, about my first experience.
0: Oh, well, but you survived, that's good.
1: Yes, yes, I survived very well, man. <laughs> but I found very good friends there, man. In My company, we, we were four, so it was me, serhi Sehi, he is Ukrainian, it was Alejandro, He's Spanish and it was johannes Johannes is german from from for you guys that is is from europe I believe you 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 have experienced a little more about other countries you're really closer to to other countries so I don't believe it was so difficult for for you which live in these countries in europe to to adaptate so i i could feel i could feel this. And these three guys, they, they worked with me in the same company. So they helped me a lot. I'm so thank you to that guys.
0: Amazing. Was it hard to make friends amongst the Israeli people? Yes,
1: man. To make friends with uh, local people, it was very difficult. And I am a, a very social person here in Brazil. I have no, no problem to talk with other peoples, the cultures. I really completely open guy. And this was not about this one. It was not just in the experience I went to Israel the last year. I went to Germany, and I, I have the the same feeling that it's very good to make uh, local friendships. I can't blame them, but I have a uh, a rule for me: if you really want to have quality of life in the place you are living on, you need at least to understand the local language, because it's. I I felt that it was asking too much to ask people to keep talking English to me in their own countries you know because if they are talking English to me they are talking just to me so I think the problem is about talking English with uh, a group of people they tend to okay I don't care let's just talk Hebrew here and let this guy <laughs> stay there and so I I felt I I felt uh, that not just in Israel, but in the other countries that I visited, it's it's pretty much difficult to make local friendships. Not impossible, but a bit different, a bit difficult.
0: So you would say that uh, the language barrier is the biggest problem there. I believe so.
1: I believe it's the language. I really, I truly believe it.
0: Okay, back to living in Israel. Is Israel an expensive country?
1: Mm, Yes. I believe it's an expensive country mainly if, for example, your fountain of, of money it comes from Brazil, for example. I don't believe it should be an expensive country if uh, your fountain comes from, I don't know, uh, maybe German, United States, when uh, you win your money of on um, dollar or euros. So it's, uh, you know, the, the change of, of currency, it uh, it makes better for you but uh here in brazil at least the time i went there one real it's 1.004 uh, shekels so it was like the same understand and for you to have an idea uh here in brazil the minimum salary is 1000 reais and the minimum salary in israel is like 5.500 so like i used to buy a kilogram of chicken here in brazil for uh, 13 bucks I used to buy the same kilogram of chicken there for 45 shekels. Uh, it was it was a bit expensive for me, and uh, I just get my payment after the last day, the last day of internship. So during these days, I, I needed to to ask my my father to send me money, and he was like, "What are you eating there?" man? <laughs> and it was a bit. Difficult for me.
0: Eating lobsters and expensive meals in in Israel. That's what he thought.
1: Yes, that was his fault. But for God's sake, I have WhatsApp that time. I could send him pictures and I say, look, I'm eating this. So you can believe in me. I'm not, I'm not wasting your money about like stupid things.
0: Uh, So living in a nine square meter apartment with another person and being short on money. How did you manage to survive?
1: And with my, my friends. Really, uh Jakub is the is the guy that you probably know. He he also lives in Slovakia. He performed the, an internship in Israel, but not in the same company, and we become very good friends. So every day after work, after my personal studying, I say, Alright, I don't give a damn. I'm here in Israel. I just crossed the ocean. So um, I can stay here depressive about the problems that I have. But I can look after the other side. That is very nice, beautiful place. People are nice. I have good friends here. People we have something to do with me. People like the same stuffs. The friends that I made in the in the company and uh was performing an internship. Not the same company, but uh, in the same time I was there. I, they support me a lot. I believe it's it's the base of a lot of things, friendship. So that's how I could. Like avoid being a bit crazy there.
0: <laughs> oh amazing. Friendship is everything. Yes. And uh did you and your friends go on some adventures there? What places did you visit?
1: We went we used to live in a in a city that is, is like district of of the capital, Tel Aviv. The name was Petatikva. And it's very like f- a friendly neighborhood. So that in Israel we went to Jerusalem. I, I consider that when we was going to Tel Aviv, it was a, a trip. So I will say Tel Aviv. Um, I think the one of the most exciting, at least, uh, the one that I could see with my own eye, my, with my own eyes, with really short, really from, really close, I could see the the culture, and how how the things work, is is where when went to Masada. The Masada is a desert, and and there we can ride in the desert at night, look at some shiny scorpions. Uh, we using the black light. We can ride some camels. We visit the, the the Dead Sea. Oh my God, that that's amazing! If you if you have never went there, you should go. That's really amazing the Dead Sea. And that was a very nice trip. I remember uh, Masada, but. I shouldn't say that's the best one, but for sure the one that I most have fun is when we went to Haifa. It's it's another city from Israel. And most of interns which come from other parts of the world go to this city. Like um ninety percent of the interns they go to perform internships in Haifa University. The other ten percent is distributed in Tel Aviv, Petatikiva. Or uh Jerusalem, but most of them they go to Haifa, and we made a trip to there. It was like it's it was not even close to be if we put everything happened in the paper. You're gonna say, "Oh, that's was the shittiest trip of your life for sure." But you know, man, sometimes when mainly you when you cross the ocean for the first time, you go from a completely different civilization. You just want to have some adventures and some crazy stories to tell, and I believe I got my got mind this got my story this in this trip. <laughs> everything went wrong, but
0: everything was so funny. <laughs> is it worth it to go to Israel to see those places? It was nice, man. It was nice.
1: I can say that is visually it's completely other world, but. I'm not that connected to make uh Tourism, not terrorism, sorry. <laughs> tourism, And and I also don't like to make tor- terrorism. Oh my god, what i am saying? <laughs> but I don't like too much to visit stuff and keep uh, taking photos and putting them all on Instagram and making some stories and stuff. I'm not this kind of guy. I like to, to, to have fun in different places, to talk with different people. I'm more connected to people than to connect it to places and pictures, you know? So I, I should say that I, I prefer to live the moment that to, to go to a museum, for example, and take thousands of pictures and say, oh my God, look where I am, look, look what I have been to. So that's a, a, lit, a little difference. I'm more connected to, to people and experience than to, to places, so I don't know if if I I would have such a very good experience in another country and I know if if it had something to do with Israel but the two months I stayed there it was like amazing one of the best experiences of my life
0: indeed museums are boring tell me a bit more about how you partied there and had fun the proper way
1: <laughs> thank you man thank you I was expecting this question <laughs> I'm not saying that the museums is, are boring, but they're not so funny as the parties. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you a story. Uh, listen, we used to live in, not in Tel Aviv, uh, sorry, just Johannes lives in Tel Aviv, but we were like uh, six or seven and of the interns in which didn't uh, work in Haifa. So in Haifa we have something like thirty-five interns, and we was six or seven, I don't remember, uh, living out of Haifa. Like the manager of uh, IST Israel, it was she was uh, Hila, Hila, I don't remember very well. She got the excellent idea to invite the, <laughs> the people who the the, students, the interns which were not from Haifa to go to Haifa to to know to to meet with uh, the other interns. And to show the university, and she managed to to find some place that we could sleep there, to to feel how the stuffs working. She also give her give us some cards, so we can enter the university and the dorms, and stuff. And okay, man, I think. This story, it's it's wrong from the end, from the start to the end. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you, the first thing happened. It's we scheduled to to find to to meet in a place. Okay, I, I think it was like 8 p.m. We stayed there, but when we would take the first train to to reach the city, the train was like uh, we were so late because we had to buy the tickets out and we couldn't use the machine very well because it hadn't the option to. To, to purchase the tickets in English. So we lost a lot of time. And the next train was just in the next day. So if we, lo- if we lose, lost, I don't know, uh, that train in, in which was already stopped there, and the, the, the driver was screaming to us, come on in, come on in, come on in, but in a very different language. <laughs> and we couldn't buy the tickets. So I say, OK. We we're gonna go to hyphen. Let's just enter this bus and then we figure it out something. So it started this way. It started wrong. We all entered the the train and just after he the train was was working, what was like very speedy, we say, Hey, we didn't buy the tickets. So what are you doing here? I'm sorry man, you keep saying something in Hebrew and we truly believe that you were saying that we don't need the tickets because we, we are not from Israel. <laughs> so what could he do when he would stop the train and throw us away from the train? He couldn't do this? And we, keep, we say, hey, man, I have, we have money. We do not make it from uh, looking for the bad side of this. But how can, we f- how can we find a way to solve the situation? And in the end of the day, we, we just didn't pay for the trip. <laughs> we, we were for free. <laughs> All right. We arrived there in Haifa. It was very, very nice. But as we left there at 8 p.m., we arrived there like 10 and a half p.m. and we went to a pub and we we find that girl, uh her name is, is Haila. And it it was it was very very working. We it, we were in a pub and I remember the first song I hear from this pub, it was a Brazilian song. I just couldn't believe it. I keep, I, f- I keep thinking with myself, come on, I just left my country. I traveled like t- t- 15,000 kilometers and I couldn't avoid hearing this, man. <laughs> and I was crazy about this. I, I, I don't like this, this popular Brazilian song, that it was here that in Israel, I was crazy. But it's just a particular memory. So we went there in the pub and I remember that the we, was, we were in a, in a table, I also have a picture of this, like 13, 35 people in the same table, it was a very big table. It was night. we, we were talking a lot, uh, sharing experiences and stuff and stuff and stuff. But after the third beer, we realized that we couldn't uh, afford taking alcohol or drinking in that pub because it was like crazy expensive, Re- really, really expensive so i got an idea wait we are here and there is a, a alcohol store just after the after the road why don't we go there and buy alcohol and you know of course it's gonna be cheaper and then we keep drinking here and <laughs> i remember that Hila she said no Vitra, you are in israel people don't sell alcohol after 11 o'clock so they don't gonna sell it to you and I remember about my experience, come on, it shouldn't be so different from Brazil. The man has a store, and he has alcohol, and he needs money, and I have money. And if I go there, I'm pretty sure I'm going to back here with some bottles of alcohol. And she said, no, you are in Israel, people here are correct. And I say, okay, so I will pay to see. So I took money from people, uh, from the other interns in the table. <laughs> And I crossed the street and I went to the first store, he didn't sell me. I went to the uh, second shop, he didn't sell me. In the third shop, I managed to get like a bottle of vodka, another of whiskey, and a couple of beers. And I back to the table and I say, hey guys, I'm not saying that I just bought this alcohol from that store. Because the guy just asked me, Pito, don't tell you you buy it here, okay? It's our secret. okay." So I back to the table with the, the alcohol home. and you know very young people with living very unique experience. Uh, I think we have uh, a bigger reason to to look for fun and people are so excited and animated. So we were drinking a little bit, uh, a lot. <laughs> so we keep drinking and I think everything, I think everything went down the drain. You. you it's okay down the drain.
0: Oh yes, it always goes downhill. There is just this point of partying at at, at which everything just goes wrong.
1: Yes, terribly. I think everything's uh, went wrong. That's <laughs> because of this decision. I'm I'm about to say to you, because the fact that I I managed to to convince people to give me money, I went there and I bought uh, some alcohol, in back, and I back I was very communic communicative people, guy. Sorry and I was talking to everyone. This girl, Hila, the manager, she understood that I was a qualified person to be in charge <laughs> of the other interns, of, at least of the interns that uh, are not from Haifa because we're supposed to stay together because we didn't know nothing there and we were going to the same place to sleep in the same place. So there, were ju- there was just a key in this key, we can enter the dorm. So she got the brilliant idea to say, hey, Vitru, you are a very communicative person. I am going to give you this this key. You know, this is the instructions for you to get to this place. This is the instructions for you to get into the house. And you should do this, 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 and this. And see you tomorrow, all right? I'm, I'm leaving. So she put me in charge. And that when everything went wrong. <laughs> But okay, I was with the key, and we keep drinking in the pub. We we drink a lot, alright. And the pub, I remember it. It closes about two a.m. And we were the the last people to stay there. And we said it. Okay, let's go home. And we supposed to live in the same dorm, uh, in which people uh, the interns from Haifa was sleeping. It was in Haifa University dorms. Okay, so uh, we took the bus. And from that moment, it was it was nice because we 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 were going home with people, in which already know that that way. So we were we was in the bus and it was taking too long. It was like uh, twenty minutes we were in the bus and we never reached there. And there is uh, like some guys, some Israeli guys, that he was a little bit drunk as well in the bus and talking with each other and they are very loudly. And if I remember there were some girls as well. They are with uh it was like six people. And me and Jakub, uh, we pretty much like adventurers. we keep we we stand up and, and went to to these people and we start talking. Hey man, I'm from Brazil and people used to love Brazilians. And we keep talking and talking and talking and talking, and they invite us to to leave the to leave the bus and go with them to, to another party. It was not really another party. They, they were going to drink in a, in a park or something like this. It was a little private because you can't drink in the streets in Israel after 10 or 11. So it was something a little bit private and, and we looked to each other Hey man, we don't have Israeli friends. And Jacob said to me, okay, Victor, but you are in charge. I say, Jacob, I don't want to be in charge. I want to make Israel friends. <laughs> and he keeps saying, all right, but how about the key? I so say, I have the key. I just give it to Sergey. And he say, all right, but where do we going to sleep? So we're going to sleep there. But OK, but how do we going to find the place if we are leaving the bus? Man, this thing you to think about it later, all right? Just let's make Sergey. Uh, understand that he need that he needs to be with his cell phone on. And when we need to go back, we just call him. It's gonna be fireman. man. Nothing to worry. it's it's like you are in another country. You are in the city that you had never have been to. You don't even know if you can reach that place after some time because you know the, the buses they stopped uh, walking on the street after three and it was like two and a half. But in our head, it was completely fine, man. Nothing to be wrong. Nothing to be wrong. All right. So I I I remember this part perfectly. I went to to Sergei and I say, "Hey Sergey, we are living with that guys. Uh, we made some friendship and we are going to, to take some alcohol with them." So I remember, like you know, when you are in a party and you say some some bad words, and like the sound just moved. And the people stopped talking at this time. It happened in the bus. So every single of the interns say, are you leaving? You're leaving? You're in charge. You're leaving? You're leaving? So they, they keep making pressure for me to, to don't leave. And I say, all right, guys, this is the key. Uh, when you arrive there, they're just send me the location. And it's going to be fine. And we left the bus. We went with these people. We went to some good parties. Uh, not good, but it was really empty. It was like me, Jacob, and six more people, and we drinking like in a private park. I don't know. I don't even know if it was the house of someone, the home of someone, of just like a uh, uh, secret place. I don't know. I, I was a bit drunk. I was a bit drunk before of this. After this, I was completely drunk. And we we finished to drink with with these people. It was like six five and a half a.m. And we went to the same place, and then we said goodbye, blah, blah, blah. And then we, we went to the same place that we left the bus, and we we, we waited there for like for 30, 40 minutes. And nothing happened, not a single bus, not a single train, nothing is passing through there. And my cell phone is like five percent battery, so if I didn't have my cell phone, I couldn't reach that place. So I, we, we, me and Jacoby, we look at each other and say, "Man, we need, we gotta do something here. Otherwise, you're gonna be here forever. You're gonna be beggars in Israel." So, OK, Vito, but what, what is we supposed to do? I don't know. Let's, let's stop the first car that was passing here and ask for help. <laughs> and we did this, man. And for, for lucky, it was uh, a taxi. Uh, a taxi driver was driving his taxi with three young boys in the, with the back seat. They were uh, backing from another party, so they were also drunk. But there was three in the back seat, and a car just supports one plus four, and it should be one plus five if they accept it as you come in. But man, we stand there, for, saying, for God, for God's sake, man, please let me just enter this this taxi. I give you all my money. Just bring me to this place, otherwise I'm gonna be beggar here in the country. And we we. Let me see this word. implorar. we begged, we begged them, we begged them a lot. You can't just leave us here, man! Please, not if it was. So we begged them a lot to let us get in the in the taxi. So we were like uh, so obstinate, so decided to enter the taxi that we we entered, but I forgot my backpack in the bus station. And my backpack has everything, my passport, my documents, my wallet, my, my, my clothes, my money. <laughs> I forget it in the, in the bus station. But I didn't know. To that point, I, uh, in that point, I didn't know. So we went to, to the dorms. When we arrived to the dorms, we have a lot of problems to get inside the dorms. Because uh, as I told you, my card, just Jakub has his student card. and. Even the cookers in Israel, they use machine guns. Even the driver, everyone has machine guns in that place. It's, it's, I believe it's something cultural. But the, the guy in, in was in the entrance to, to allow us or not to get in, he was like completely not believing in our story. He say, man, we, we got lost from other people and, and stuff. And please, just let, let, just let us in. And we took like 30 minutes to get inside. But we finish, and finally we managed to get inside. And when I will say goodbye, okay, thank you very much. Here's the money. I will never uh, forget you. Guys, I love you. Thank you so much. You saved my life. But there's something wrong here. I don't find my backpack. <laughs> and I look, man. I look everything in. I look everything in. Guys, I need your help again. We need to go back there and find this backpack. Because otherwise, I am pooped. <laughs> and... They accepted, they accepted. That's because I, I say, man, Israeli people, Jew people, they are very warm people. They just don't look at your problem and say, "Okay, that's your problem, not mine." They say, "You are in my country, you are in trouble, so I gotta help you." And this time I could see this man, and not the three guys. They say, "Oh, I'm gonna back there with you, everyone back there with me." And they say, you don't need to pay nothing for this. We're going to back there and find your backpack. And I believe in, in people of my country. I am 100% sure they didn't steal this, this backpack. Because I keep saying, man, that's a backpack. It's on the street. Of course, they steal that. Of course, they take that. Because I'm from Brazil. And, and, and I can tell you, 19, 99.9% of chances, if you forgot a backpack in the streets, you don't even go back to look for it. <laughs> I can tell it. So, but when I tell it to the driver, he said, "No, I know my people, and I'm gonna prove to you that we are not like this. I'm, we're gonna back there, and we're gonna find your backpack. And this we don't. We back there, we find my backpack, my backpack exactly the the same place I left. And then uh, he also took us from uh, to the to the dorm again, and then I say, "Okay, man, you are here. It's with your backpack." I know that the the guards are not gonna let you in for easily. So now, from now on, it's with you, okay? And say and say, oh man, thank you very much. I give him all my money. It was not too much, but I give him so just take it. It's a symbol of my love for you. Get just take it. And there was there was we uh, back to the dorm. So um, like, okay, we win. We are here. Nothing to to be afraid of. Okay, So, but no and we got a lot of trouble to get inside to the dorms again because uh we were there 30 minutes ago trying to convince the guards that we are not uh there to steal nothing and we just want to get into sleep and and he say all right we had this conversation 30 minutes ago okay why are you here in front of me again with the same speech and i say man i forgot my backpack oh i lost a, a, more forty minutes of this. Okay. Finally, we get inside the dorms, and I have a picture on, on my cell phone in which in which door it was. I didn't have like coordinates or a location anymore. I I I I, I only knew that it was it was like uh, two fifty three. The apartment two fifty three. I I'm not the, the perfect number, but I remember that it was two fifty three. But when we reached there, we could see that it was 253 A, 253 B, and 253 C. <laughs> and we saw the first one. It was A, of course. Well, we're going to enter enter here. And I don't know if it was for Lucky or not, but we tried to open the door, and it was not locked. It was unlocked. And we entered there, and we were like uh, drunk. Uh, sitting in the table and in the chairs and opening the refrigerator and eating people's pizza and drinking people's beer and we truly believe that everyone was, every, everything was there for us. Like, I, I, I truly believe that ha- that hyla has prepared everything that she has, put some food in the refrigerator, put some alcohol in the refrigerator for us and stuff, and stuff, and stuff. <laughs> but we realized that we was not in the in the right place. We were in other people's apartment, <laughs> and I don't remember very well when we figured out we was doing really wrong things. <laughs> but when we discovered, we just we just run away. We just run away, and I remember, I there was a, a three floor. There was a three floor apartment, and at the first floor it was a. These uh common areas, so we have that the kitchen just like a, a living room in the first uh floor and in the second and the third it was the, the truly the, the rooms of people and a guy just opened the door in the third room and say what the what the pop are you doing down there? I'm gonna kill you Overall, Brazil, Brazil, I'm gonna kill you man. I eat a lot of screams, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. I look at you Yakub Jakub. We're gonna run boy and we start running. We started running a lot, and we lost each other. We lost each other, and I remember that I was looking for the 253 apartment, but it was really close to the 253A, the 253B and C. It was really close for them, and I we, we really don't wanted to back there because, man, to enter here we saw a lot of machine guns. Imagine what these people are going to do with us if they discover that we was stealing food or drinking the alcohol. We are not doing that for, for, like, if you wanted to do this, we just didn't know, man. But we did, and <laughs> it was very hard to explain. So we just ran away, and I was looking for, for the the apartment, and I didn't I didn't see, but I I didn't realize, but I didn't see Jakub for the last uh, twenty minutes. And I saw, and I thought, oh, he also supposed to, to look for a way for me to, to get this apartment. And this there is also there was also two apartments and we didn't know which one to enter in when I, I received the call from Jakub. Hey Vitor, I'm in the forest. And I say, What forest, man? We are in the dorms. He man, I just crossed a hike security door. When I try to go back, I can't, man. I can't. It just it was like that rotation doors. And it just rotates you aside. And that idiot... <laughs> Man, <laughs> I just wanted to cry at that time. I, I was looking after him in the other in the other place, in the other side of the door, and he was really in the forest. He, he was crying saying, "Well, I want to see my family." <laughs> Really, I just want to sleep. I steal alcohol from mistake. I jump this. I I cross this door from mistake. I just want to sleep, man. I I this was a bad decision to left that bus. And I say, Jakub, okay, we find. We we think about the causes later, and let's let's think about the solution. All right. Okay, the first option is you to to walk a lot, and try to find the entrance of the dorms, and you got to find that that guard, that guards again. And I have one hundred percent sure they're gonna or shoot you or or just don't let you win, but I'm pretty sure that's not the best option, so you're gonna have to jump it and Jakub say, "Hey, Peter, but there is a camera here, there's a camera here, there's a camera. But man, the camera just works if people are looking to it right now. Do you believe people are looking to this camera right now at seven a m Of course they are not man just jump just here, and he j- he jumped it's like three meters, but he managed to jump that. There is, it's easy to, you know, there's, there's places to put the foot there. there it, it, it was not like just a, a wall. It, it had some architecture there, so he managed to jump it. And okay, after, it, it took like half an hour to, to jump back. And we start uh, walking, like secret walking, that you don't want to, be, to make noise and stuff. We walking around the, the 253A. Because we don't want that people to see us again, because you know we were in, in their place stealing their food and in <laughs> so we when we finally finished to to hear some noises uh we were we were hearing people talking, screaming with each other like uh, it was in Hebrew. so i i am pretty sure they asked, they were saying something like, "How did this guy come here? Why are they stealing our food? I'm going to this guy because it." Like the expression the the temperature of the speech it was n- nothing motivated, <laughs> and okay, when you finally stop it to to listen to this, we entered the two fifty three b of course, we tried the b before the c and for lucky, the first time we have lucky in this night, it was the right apartment, and i could I could know that because as soon as I entered the door, I closed the door, I hear to Sergei. It was the, the guy, that, the Ukrainian guy, which lives with me in, in North uh, Square Meter's apartment. And he's the guy that I gave, her, I gave him the key. And I know exactly the way uh, the noise that he makes when, when he sleeps. It's, I think it's snoring, right? He was snoring so loudly, so loudly. And I say, oh my, this is Sergei. I'm pretty sure this is Sergei. Jakub, we are in the right place. So uh we went to to through the door in where Sergei was sleeping. We was knocking the door, but he was snoring so loudly, man, he didn't wake up. And we stopped uh, knocking the door and we start punching the door and pa Sergei, open this for me, for God's sake, man. I'm walking here for like a half a month here. I just want to sleep. Just please open this, man. And we start making a lot of noise because in our head, like we have overcome all the problems. There's no other problems that can come to this point. I'm in the the, the entrance of the room that I supposed to be. I just need to enter here and sleep, and everything's gonna be good. But no, instead of waking uh, Sergey up, we woke uh, we wake up all the people from the that that apartment, the two fifty three B, and they say, man. There is a guy uh, sleeping here in this room. Yes. So you're saying that you both are also supposed to sleep here in this room? And we say, yes. And he say, "Uh, but it's not allowed for three people to sleep in the same room here. And I say, come on, man. But it's just for a night. We are from Tel Aviv. We are interns. So I I showed him my my passport, my my documents and stuff. And he said, no, it's okay. It's okay. I, I really don't. I really believe you are, not doing, going to, you are not going to do something wrong, but it's like uh, I am, he says a word that I forgot, but uh, he, he managed to say that he was the, the sheriff of the, of the the building, the 253, and he said, no, not allowed. And I say, okay, we can sleep in the, in the sofa, or I can sleep in, 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 the, in the floor, man, just let me sleep. You don't know what I have been, what I have been passing through. And he said, man, I'm so sorry, but if I let you sleep here, I will be complicating myself, so I just can't make it. And then he he called the, the guards, and, he, and, and the guards went there. And the guards say, oh, I know this guy. He, he tried to enter here three times. And we really didn't want to explain the whole story because we made a lot of bad things there. Not bad things, but uh, considerable wrong things there. And we didn't want to say stuff. And the guards then uh, say, OK, people, uh, who is responsible for you? And I say, this is the girl, Hyla. Hyla is, is responsible for us. So he called her and talked to her. In, in the end of the day, the problem because we didn't sleep there is because this really small reason because it's not allowed to sleep three people in the same room. And I keep saying. Uh, Hila keeps keep saying to me that uh, the problem was me because I arrived there too late and stuff and stuff and stuff. But in the end of the day, we couldn't sleep there because it was my fault. We couldn't sleep there because Hila, she really didn't, um, it it makes some, some schema that it was not permitted according to the rules. So that's because we didn't uh, sleep there. But we could say, okay, that's not my fault. It's not what we talk with with each other, Hila. Uh, so I need some place to sleep. We could make something there, uh, like this. We were students, but we look to each other, me and Jakob, and I say, Jakob, give me a minute. And we we walk a little and say, man, can you imagine how many shits we have done to this point? I be- I, I really believe it's it's this is a cheap price to pay let's just take a bus and back to tel aviv and then we sleep and and stuff and stuff and stuff because really man i didn't i didn't even much sleep here anymore <laughs> this this city this this didn't work for us and then we take the bus man it was like 10 am of the morning it's not like you like if you tell this whole story to 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 someone and say look look this amazing story i just lived Everything went wrong, but everything went wrong so naturally. And that time, we it. It really sounds like an adventure for us. We don't. We don't see this trip as we, as we make uh, like a bad trip in which things just didn't work. We consider it's it's like a very good adventure. So, as if I don't miss anything, this is the story about Haifa trip. <laughs> I should go back there sometime, but probably with a, 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 a little more. Let me use this word again. juizu, No, with a lot of, A little more responsible, you know. Because that time, I I don't want to repeat that. <laughs> but it was nice. A very good story to tell.
0: Oh my God! What a story! Yes,
1: it's it's very large. It took a long time. <laughs> From the beginning to the end,
0: <laughs> wow, <Well>, that's it. <laughs> well, what a ride that really was. Thank you once again for telling us these stories.
1: Oh, it's always a pleasure to to tell the story, man. I hope it I could correspond to the expectations of the story.
0: Oh, wow. I, I, I felt it. I felt it in my heart <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you man.
0: Thank you. That's all we've got for you today. My name is Tona and together with Betka. We will see you in the next one. Stay safe and don't repeat Vitor's mistakes.
1: Okay. I will try, man. But, you know, you can even control yourself, but there is always that 1%. There is the devil saying your height here. they say, okay, Vitor, just do it. Forget the consequences. And I believe it's, it's what makes us alive. It's good.